The world once again changed on Friday when a cascade of countries, including Canada, imposed travel restrictions on Southern Africa following the identification of what we now call the Omicron variant. For travelers, it meant chaos as they discovered the rules had all changed. For example, Stephanie Nolan, who is health reporter with the New York Times, was en route from Southern Africa to Canada as the rules changed. Her Kafka-esque experience is documented, documented in a Twitter thread that really is worth a read, but involved hours of being stuck indoors with other travelers, knowing that a significant portion of them were beginning to test positive, unable to leave, then getting a PCR test, but not actually getting the code to be able to figure out what it said. A nightmare. Toronto Star journalist Alex Boyd narrowly missed a similar fate. She made it home to Canada under the wire of the rule changes after herself traveling through Southern Africa for a project on vaccine equity. But her experience also shows how travel restrictions work or sometimes don't work. And Alex Boyd joins me from Calgary. Hi, Alex. Hi, Ellen. Welcome home. Um, first of all, have you had test results since you've come back? I have had, yes. Uh, thankfully, uh, both the, the federal government and the provincial government have uh, insisted on testing at this point, uh, and I've had one set of test results uh, back that were negative. So, so far, so good. So tell me, you were in Southern Africa. Uh, tell me your experience coming back and what happened once you got back to the airport. Yeah, so I mean, I, I was in uh, Southern Africa, three different countries uh, for about three and a half weeks. Uh, I work, was working on a project about global vaccine equity that's going to be rolling out in the star uh, sometime in the next month or two. Uh, but when it came time to come home, I was uh, blissfully unaware uh, that there was a, a new variant that had already been discovered in South Africa. I was actually on a plane uh, from Ethiopia to Toronto at the time, I believe, uh, when this announcement was made in South Africa. Africa, and so just narrowly missed uh, being caught up in, in this kind of variant panic and this uh, succession of closed borders um, that, as you mentioned, uh, Stephanie Nolan got caught up in. Um, I arrived in Toronto uh, having no idea uh, that any of this had happened. Um, I mean, as you know, as journalists, we're often, you know, pathologically tapped into the news cycle. Uh, but because I'd been on a plane, I hadn't had access to internet, I really had no idea. And so it wasn't until I landed uh, and a friend had messaged me saying, hey, you made it in ahead of the flight bans, um, that I realized what a storm was brewing and just how narrowly uh, I had missed being caught up in it. Um, and so, I mean, it was probably the best unintentional luck of my life uh, that I missed uh, you know, being stopped, that I was able to make it home. I'm now at home in Calgary in quarantine. Um, but at the same time, you know, I think uh, it really is uh, a reflection of just how lucky I was to be able to come home to a vaccinated country or a, a largely vaccinated country, um, you know, as, as the world confronts um, Omicron. Initially, when you got to Canada, there was some confusion. It, it, you were in a position of actually informing officials about the travel ban. Uh, yes. Yes. Um, you know, I think there's this perception that when uh, politicians, you know, say there's going to be travel restrictions, there are like big gates that slam shut at the border or something. But my experience was that it took a little bit longer to trickle down to frontline staff. And I, I mean, I say this with, um, you know, kind of the, the asterisks that 
everyone I spoke to was, you know, very nice and very keen to help me, but it was very clear uh, that it took a little while for people to realize what was going on. Um, you know, working in media, I got a couple texts from people watching the press conference in real time saying, hey, you know, they're saying that you're going to have to quarantine. Um, you know, what does that mean? And I was like, well, I'm, I'm not sure. So I started calling, um, you know, officials and, and hotlines just trying to figure out what this meant for me as a traveler. And, you know, uh, someone from the government, someone from the federal government, um, both had no idea what I was talking about. Um, you know, someone uh, from ArriveCan had had asked me to, you know, please explain to them what I <laughs> what I'd heard about uh, what was going on in Africa, which was kind of a weird uh, position to be in, you know, given that this had been announced, you know, several hours previously. And so, you know, things eventually came together, you know, I, I eventually was, uh, you know, reached out to by officials and given more information and given access to testing. So, you know, it came together, but I think it it really impressed upon me that, you know, as we have these conversations about do border uh, restrictions actually work, we need to realize that they're, you know, a bit of a slow moving machine. And I think, you know, maybe there's questions about how quickly, um, you know, we really are equipped to put them in place. Right. And so eventually we get to a point where officials are calling you and following up as the announcement made on Friday from the federal government indicated would happen. Yes, yes. And so, yeah, to be clear, you know, I, I have now heard from both levels of government um, and am now going to be very well tested in the coming days. Um, <laughs> but it it, uh, it it took a little while to get there. And, and um, for, for people who maybe weren't as uh, keen to call people in the first couple of days, I, I just kind of wonder to what extent they were, um, you know, out wandering in the community or, or kind of what their situations were. Right. And, and again, that sort of reinforces the idea that these travel bans aren't they aren't as ironclad as we'd like to believe when they're announced yeah exactly i think that is is definitely the takeaway i'm wondering um in your reporting in in south africa and and report you know contacts there what the reaction you're hearing from southern africa is uh, you know, much is being made about the fact that, you know, South Africa um, is transparent and open about the identification of a new variant and gets punished for it. Exactly. You know, when I look at the reaction from people that I have, you know, spoken to, who have interviewed, whose labs I've spent, you know, time touring over the last couple of weeks, it's an emotional reaction almost. I, I think there is a lot of anger at this belief or this perception that, you know, they did what they were supposed to do. You know, they've put a lot of work into creating a monitoring network so that they're able to pick up these variants. And, and they did really what you want them to do from a global health perspective. They, they found the variant. Uh, and as soon as they found it, they alerted the global community. And then they, you know, went right back to work to figure out what exactly this variant means. Because there's still a lot of questions about what, you know, is it more spreadable? Is it more virulent? And so I think there's very much this sense that, um, you know, we shot the messenger in some ways or that they're getting punished for doing the work um, that really the global community wants them to be doing. And it really taps into kind of, I think, this simmering uh, feeling in South Africa right now that, you know, they were left out when it came to, um, you know, vaccine distribution. Um, they've been stigmatized a little bit as we've discovered these variants. It, it really has, I think, started in some ways to widen a bit of a divide between, uh, you know, people, uh, people in South Africa and I guess maybe people who had uh, better access to vaccines and are now shutting the borders. Alex, so glad you're home and thank you so much for joining us today.
Thank you for having me. That is Alex Boyd, who's a reporter with the Toronto Star in the Toronto Star's Calgary Bureau.